welcome back to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. Our topics for this episode are Dak Prescott signing a four-year, $160 million deal with the Dallas Cowboys, and breaking news that Tom Brady has signed a four-year extension with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And at the end, we have an interview with the 12-year-old twin sons of New York Times best-selling author Ben Greenfield and co-host of Go Greenfields, the podcast for your palate, River and Taryn Greenfield. But first, we discuss the Dallas Cowboys re-signing Dak Prescott for four years. All right, so we're going to discuss if this deal is better for Dak or the Cowboys organization. Personally, I think this was better for the Cowboys organization. Honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of the pros and cons of this deal. It's the biggest signing bonus ever, the most guaranteed money ever, $40 million a year for four years average, second biggest contract ever, Two clauses, though, make it friendly for the Cowboys. And those clauses are that there's a, there's a clause where they get four years of, um, the, so four years that the Cowboys have the deal signed for, right? But there is an extra two years that they can sign him for, and that's good for the Cowboys because they can sign him for an extra two years even if he's playing so well that he should get more money it doesn't matter because they can sign him for two extra years, which is actually really good for them because they won't have such a high cap hit. Which, and, yeah, basically that means that they can ex- they can drag his contract out instead of four years, which it is now, to all the way to six years and divide the money accordingly. Yeah, and divide the signing bonus yeah. for the six years instead of four years. Yeah. So because of that, in 2022 and 2021, the cap hit for Dak is only $22.2 million dollars even though he's making $75 million. Tell me if that makes sense. No, not at all. But that's the magic of Jerry Jones' cap and what his loopholes that he's found. And the second clause is, quote, player and club agree that on one or more occasions and at any time during the duration of this contract, the club, in its sole discretion, shall have the right but not the obligation to convert any portion of a player's salary into signing bonus. And what this basically means is just changing, uh, like, if he, if Dak makes $50 million in 2022, making him make only $25 million in 2022, and instead, instead of 75 in 2021, $100 million in 2021. So just moving and shifting the money so, yeah, makes wait, the cap go down. Yeah, let me explain that. So basically... Let's not use that $50 million analogy because that will confuse people. But if the Dallas Cowboys in one year want to move Dak's salary to sign a free agent, they can move whatever money they want to a different year. They're not adding money. They're relocating the money so that he gets paid extra in a different year. And if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my opinion, I think that this deal is actually way better for, the da- or for Dak Prescott because... First, he gets paid $40 million, which I don't want to get into this because we we did a segment on this earlier about if Dak Prescott's better than Deshaun Watson. But I think he is. And yes, the QB market's always going up, but I don't think Dak Prescott is better. I think Dak Prescott is not better than Deshaun Watson, and he's being paid like that. Second of all, he's being paid $75 million this year, which is absolutely absurd, and that should not be the case, but it is because of the franchise tag that he signed last year. And third, that Dak Prescott actually got a no-trade clause. In all of this, he got a no-trade clause. 
which means that he gets to choose where he wants to go if the if the Cowboys if he wants to be traded. Which is why Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson have not been traded yet. Deshaun Watson only wants to go to a certain amount of certain teams, and same with Russell Wilson. But now we're hearing Russell Wilson can go to anyone. But let's not get into that. I have a question for what? you. What? How come you think that Dak was overpaid? Okay, I think Dak was overpaid because first, I'm he led. He was second. His he had the first total off he had the highest total offense in yards in uh 2019 which was two years ago um but last year he after he got when he got injured he's basically throwing empty calories like i know he's leading the league he almost led the league in passing yards two years ago that was Jameis. but he it's empty calories and Dak prescott has not actually got a team to the super bowl and even when they had michael gallup and Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Blake Jarwin for two games. They were three and two. I have a question. Three for and you. two. I get it's the defense, but yes, three has, and two. Has Deshaun Watson made it to a Super Bowl? Has Deshaun Watson has, has Aaron Rodgers made it to the Super Bowl except in like twenty ten? Okay, wait. Deshaun Watson is first. Deshaun Watson's younger than Russ. I mean, than Dak Prescott, and Deshaun Watson is more of a scrambler than Dak Prescott, and. Dak Prescott's record in the okay, but I am Dak Prescott's record in the playoffs is one and three. I mean one and two. Aaron Rodgers, I know for a fact, is better than that. Even though he's lost two, two or three AFC championship game, I'm NFC championship games, and I know for a fact Deshaun Watson is better than that because he won one game and lost one game. He beat the Bills and then he lost to the Colts, I believe. And he also lost to the Chiefs. When when do you in the playoffs? No, yeah, last year he lost to the Chiefs, twenty-five to zero. Don't remember that? Oh, 20, oh, that, that was the, yeah, that's the game I'm talking about, never mind. So, yeah, he's 1-1 one and one in the playoffs, which is better than Dak. Okay, that, but Dak's played more playoff games, hasn't he? Which means he's done better. He has, but who, who's had a better team? And that's not the point. Who's Did you had answer, a better team, You're though? trying to get me away from my question. What's, answer, your, what's your question? Is Dak better has, than Deshaun? Has Deshaun Watson made it to the Super Bowl? Has Dak made it to the no, Super Bowl? No, answer my question. No, has but has Dak has, has, has Aaron Rodgers made it to a Super Bowl in like the past no, 10 years? No, but he's made it to three or four eight, uh, NFC championships. But has he made it to the Super Bowl? No, but neither did Dan Reno. I mean, Dan Reno did. That's that's okay, so but that's weird. not what I'm. But, that's not what I'm talking about, though. The point is, Dak was not overpaid. If you're a good quarterback, you get paid, and stats show that Dak is a good p- quarterback. You can't. Okay, but yes, stats. he's throwing empty calories. Number one, which is what Shannon Sharp. If that but, means that when they're already losing the game, he's trying to bring them back by constantly passing. And if he kept playing, if he kept playing by looking at the record and by looking at what he'd already done, by looking, okay, division, by looking at the record, the they would have been nine and six, nine and six, and he still had one game left. Yeah, that's and, horrible. And really, is is that is that really horrible when none none of the teams had a winning record? Nine and six, just because he is just because he wins the division doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. Okay, but he's been number one in the league for so many years. Throwing now. empty cows. Okay, it doesn't matter. Okay. He's still number one in the league. Okay. and dif- defense wins championships. Were they not one of the worst, if not the worst, defensive team in all of history this year? Yes, they were. Okay, now okay. So let's summarize it. I think this deal was better for Dak because he got a no trade clause and. I think he got overpaid with the New York Post even reporting, which is this Jerry Jones said this in the press conference, that he overpaid specifically, explicitly said he overpaid for Dak Prescott to get some um, extra features in his contract. Features, whatever, clauses, whatever. He even said he overpaid. So yes, I think Dak Prescott got the be- the, got the Cowboys got the shorter end of the stick here. Arch, what do you think? I think that this was a better deal for the Cowboys because they got they locked up the guy who's been number one in basically every passing category for like the past three years now, I think, and just an amazing quarterback at a price 
that may some people may think is a little bit too much, but the cap hit isn't even a lot because Jerry's working his cap magic. Yeah, and let me leave you guys with this. They have the number 10 pick. It's not that hard to trade up or even draft a quarterback there. So I think they had an opportunity to leave. I've been saying that they should sign and trade for Deshaun Watson, but obviously that's not going to happen now. I think that they could have easily drafted someone at number 10 and got like Trey Lance, who most people are saying has a higher potential than Patrick Mahomes. But yes, I think this is better for Dak and Arch Arch thinks this is better for the Cowboys. Now we're going to talk about Tom Brady signing a four-year extension. Okay, so theoretically, it's it, it's effectively only a one-year extension, but let me explain to you why. The deal is four years, but you guys know Tom Brady signed in free agency with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played, he had already played one year. So they re-signed him for four years as if he was from free agency. So what that means is he played one year, so technically he has three years left. He has this year and he has next two years, which is why it's a deal that's worth till 2022 to 2023 season. So if you do that math, it's 2020 to 2021 he played, 2021, 2022, 2022, 2023, and then the start of the 2023 season is when he loses his contract. So it's four years as if he's signing from free agency. So they voided his two-year two-year deal that he had, and they just re-signed him for four years. So now they have him for two more years, effectively until he's 47, I believe. Uh, and then if I'm if I'm giving my thoughts, I think the Buccaneers. This is a great deal. I think they signed him right until the edge of when he's going to regress. So 47 years old. That's crazy to say. 47 years old and you're regressing, and you just start regressing. That's crazy. But Great, great. I think the Buccaneers easily won this deal. Tom Brady taking less, like classic Tom Brady, to get a better, um, to get better pieces around him. Maybe keep Levante David and Shaq, uh, Shaq Barrett, and then re-sign Leonard Fournette and keep the wide receiver weapons they have. Chris Godwin they can re-sign. So again, great deal for both sides. And I don't think this is like a one side is better than the other side like we did with Dak. I think both sides got a very good deal. Tom Brady has a chance to win. I think he's going to win two out of the next three Super Bowls. That's crazy, but I think so. And I think that the Buccaneers gonna are going to have three Super Bowls additionally by the end of Tom Brady's era with the Bucs. Yeah, and you were talking about he took less. Do you know exactly how much he took? Well, I he I think he's being paid nineteen million a year, which he was being paid fifteen million. Wow! Yeah, he was we being, just talking about dad. He didn't. He's less getting half of dad. Yeah, and he was being paid fifteen million dollars a year before that. So it's still a lot if you think in perspective of civilians, but as in perspective of a quarterback, that's not a lot, especially in perspective of the goat. Yeah, in the goat. So Arsh, what do you, what do you think about this thing? I think that this was obviously the Bucks are going to resign him. Like if they didn't resign him, they're out of their mind. This is the the goat, and he just won a Super Bowl for your franchise, and maybe he can do a repeat. I mean, this Bucks team is looking really good. I was wrong about their defense in the Super Bowl, and both of us were. Yeah, I was. I I said that the Bucks would. I mean, the um the Chiefs would go up and down the field like it's never been done before, and boy was I wrong. And this is just this was obviously they've been they played great down the second half, the second stretch of the season. But the first stretch, they didn't play well, and Tom Brady brought to, brought them together and proved that he's a leader, and to not resign him would be insane. So I'm happy they got this deal done. Now they have the GOAT locked up, and they'll be able to keep building their franchise and maybe make it a dynasty, but I don't know. I think that 
that Tom Brady, I think they'll be able to do a repeat. It's just how good Tom Brady plays. Because eventually he's going to start regressing. He's not invincible like it keeps looking like he is. Eventually he's going to have to regress whether it's at 40, whether it's at like this year or whether it's when he turns 80. (laughs) At some point, yeah, at some point he has to start regressing. And that point may be now and it may be later and we don't know. Only Tom Brady knows when he starts to feel, okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to play anymore. But right now he looks pretty good to me. And he just beat Patrick Mahomes in the ultimate old versus youth. So I think that this was a great deal, obviously. And he took so little money. This is a this is the best quarterback in the league last year because obviously he won the he Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl, yeah. So best quarterback in the league, taking less than Dak less than half of Dak Prescott's money, who has not really won anything yet. I'll agree to that. But he has been had great stats. So all in all, I think this was a great deal for Tom Brady and for the um Tom Brady and the Bucks. And we'll see if Tom Brady can get to fifteen Super Bowls in ten rings. I doubt cool. it. I think he'll get to 10, maybe, but I don't think 15 Super Bowls. Let us know what you guys think in the comments or in the review section below. River and Taryn Greenfield are the 12-year-old twin sons of New York Times best-selling author Ben Greenfield and co-host of the podcast for your palate, Go Greenfields. As early as three years old, they showcased an interest in cooking. With their father's knowledge of biohacking and nutrition, combined with their mother's talents in the kitchen, the twins began exploring healthier versions of childhood favorites. On Go Greenfields, River and Taryn explore food and health from all angles as they interview chefs, review restaurants, forage for local food sources, prepare delicious recipes, and explore food cultures from around the world. River and Taryn, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. We read that both of you are unschooled. For our listeners, can you please explain what that is? Yeah, of course. So unschooling is basically choosing what you want to do for school with a little bit of stuff that you have to do. Like right. in Washington, we have there's what, like math. I think there's like 12 subjects that are required that you have to do every year. So like, there, yeah, math, science, uh, social studies, or science. Uh, there's a couple other sports and all that stuff. So there is some scheduled stuff, but it's basically doing things that you want to do and kind of more experiences than just sitting and learning information. Yeah, like for math, you could go and build a treehouse like we did, and it counts as math because you're using woodworking and board, like making sure how to do stuff. So yeah, it's more experiences, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So that, that sounds a lot cooler, but I guess you guys have to follow the regular curriculum a little bit to advance to the grades. We have yes. to have 1,200 hours, I think. Uh, total for it doesn't year. have, it, it can, yeah, it has to be like a couple of subjects, but 1,200 hours in total per year. Mm-hmm. And you just have subjects, but you can do anything to get those subjects done. Yeah, as long as it counts. So, so shifting over to YouTubing, how did you guys get into that and podcasting? And why did you decide to start your channel? Well, it was actually, our dad was one of the main people who started it. We were going to a restaurant and he just said, oh, you guys should start like rating restaurants and make a podcast. And we're like, uh, okay, well, what do we call it? And he's like, and we like talked over uh, the dinner. We were there just like what the names would be, what would we do and like the things that we would need. 
And then the YouTube just kind of came along as mm -hmm. we just kept going. Yeah, so we started out rating restaurants and then we went to doing home cooked recipes and more rating restaurants and interviews now. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna do a diff like exotic state foods in America. But yep, yeah, so YouTube channel just kind of came along. Oh, wow. So for our listeners, make sure you guys check them out. Go Greenfield on YouTube. Um, and then we were watching some of your videos as well. And you guys are very impressive in the way you both work together. Can you explain you. for our listeners what you guys focus on? Well, it's very important that we say who is talking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's start with who's talking. Who's talking? Uh, this is River. This talking. is River in the gray shirt, and Taryn is in the lighter gray shirt. <laughs> yep. Sorry, <laughs> we should have wore different shirts, but, and yeah, so that's one of the main things we have to do. And sometimes we do competitions and sometimes we're not really in the best of moods before we do the podcast, but we just kind of like fight sort of on camera, but fight steadily <laughs> on camera. So yeah, there's a couple of things that we have to like work out during the episode and like do do-overs and stuff like that. But most of it's, yeah, just saying who we are and uh, I guess working together in a way that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing we, with us. We always fight during the podcast, yeah. but we try to make it like, so our listeners don't think that it's, I, yeah, I, I know, argue. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys understand we're in the same boat. And yeah. how active are you guys? Do you play any sports? We do. We play tennis is more of like our comp competitive competitive sport. We do. Yeah. Tennis is our main sport. We sometimes do basketball, but uh, it's mostly tennis, yeah. And then we like to swim in the summer, but none of it's really competitive as tennis. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, you guys have a very well-known dad, Ben Greenfield, who's been rated one of the best personal trainers and biohackers in the world. Tell us how much of this and how much of his biohacking you practice with him, and what are some of the kinds of things you guys do from a physical and mental perspective? Yeah, some days we have, like, like day with work with dad where we get up early with him we usually wake up around like 6 10 but he wakes up around like five so it's a lot earlier and then we do stuff like cleaning cleaning our faces and he's got this cool tongue thing where it like scrapes off the saliva and then it's kind of weird I don't yeah. like it <laughs> and then basically we go downstairs you we always drink a big glass full of water with our supplements which are like fish oil and glutathione and stuff like that and then we go downstairs and water really helps get your creativity flowing along with this headset that he has that shines light to wake you up a little we bit more. We don't do that. I think he looks like an alien. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to like shine light, I guess. And like mm -hmm. your, like almost your ears. And then that kind of wakes up your brain. Cause it's like, oh, it's daytime, wake up. So, and then there's also something that I like. That's my favorite. It's called the biocharger. It's like a, it looks it's like really it's cool. from Frankenstein and it's like 10 like vials full of like special gases and then they light up and then there's also lightning coming out of an antenna on the top it's got this really <laughs> high-pitched noise it's so yeah it's it's very interesting looking but it's really fun too and i think and you works, can't really so. film anything near it because it messes up phones and yeah stuff. there's like pulses going near it so if you put your phone near it like they'll start opening random apps and take pictures and stuff so <laughs> it's it's very powerful and then we got this interesting one called the PEMF table which is an electro pulse electromagnetic field yeah and it basically it heals the body but through like electricity surges or healing electricities pulses basically. yeah and then there's one called the sound table which is 
you can get like energized, relaxed on this mat made from biocharger. But I like putting my favorite songs through it. And yeah, then it plays like, like feel all the vibrations. Feel the vibrations of your songs. And then there's one called the Vasper, which makes your arms really cold and your legs really cold, which makes it harder to exercise. Yeah, it like restricts the blood flow. So there's a lot. There, we have a lot of like little machines that we do sometimes with our dad. Dad does them a lot more, but we like occasionally kind of work with him with it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that sounds like a lot of stuff. And it is. Do you guys do meditation at all? Because I know Arsh and I wake up in the morning and we always do meditation for 30 minutes with our mom. So do you guys do that at all? Mm -hmm. We do a five minute, it's like a five minute special, I guess there are different themes every single time. Usually there's like a theme of, of, for a week. And basically it's like a scripture verse and then like it's degrading the scripture verse as we kind of meditate to it. And then every down like Sunday we do a 40 to 50 minute in the sauna called Soma, which is it's breathing, breath it's breath work. And then sometimes we do Wim Hof in the ice tub, which is like a really cold it's like tub. 32 degrees it's really cold but so yeah we usually do heat with cold which is kind of i guess some med some form of meditation breath work which i would say is pretty close but mm -hmm. mostly it's in the sauna yeah yeah we do cryotherapy too which is getting in the ice tub for like 10 to 12 minutes what are the benefits of that uh, i think the benefits are you wake up really quickly because you're like gosh this is cold but, and then it just makes you feel really good. Well, it also closes your blood vessels. Mm -hmm. And then when you get out, it opens them. So it really gets your blood flow moving. And uh, kind of the same thing. It kind of excretes toxins from your skin. And mm -hmm. it also gets your lymph fluid flowing, which your lymph nodes are kind of what gets all the bile. Mm -hmm. Or not the bile, but like all the bad stuff from your blood. And then it keeps in there and flows it back out. Mm -hmm. So it gets those moving too. And that's why it's good to do the hot too, because then it kind of mm -hmm. opens up the pores a little bit more. And yeah. It. Wow, that, that's pretty impressive. And then yeah. do you feel that this optimizes your function and performance? In the, when you do this in the morning, does it uh, optimize your function and performance throughout the day? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. When I do meditations, I'm like, I feel great now. Yeah, and cold also wakes you up a lot. So I'd say it would, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we know that you guys are very healthy and clean eaters. What suggestions do you guys have for kids who are looking to be healthy and hopefully play pro sports when they're older? I'd say top three, organic foods and local foods are definitely one of the top ones. Yeah, fresh when, foods, definitely. Yeah, definitely not like processed Cheetos or Doritos or any kind of chip or lots of canned. Lots of things that are processed are usually not the best choices, but like we have a really, it's like a gigantic farming community it's called green bluff it's like two miles from here and it's just a ton of fresh food and there's so many farms and fruit and all that kind of good stuff that's local which we can do and it's organic usually so that's Def a those are good fresh food where you can get it and then vegetable oil is also something that a lot of people use and it's very very common but it's also really really bad for you and oil stays in your bloodstream for like the next 90 days. So having a bag of candy over eating or drinking a tablespoon of olive of vegetable oil is actually eating the bag of candy would be healthier for you because yeah, it stays in your bloodstream and it's not, not good oil. Yeah. So, oh, well, we also, we use olive oil, which is a pretty good substitute to mm -hmm. vegetable oil. So we have this cool, we have this cool 
um, I guess I'd call it like a club called Fresh Plus Fresh Pressed Olive Oil, and it sends olive oils from around the world every quarter, and you get these really cool olive oils yeah. from around the world. Wow! So, uh, listener, do you guys heard it here first? Listen to River and Pierre, and they're <laughs> telling you what to do. Yeah, do that too. <laughs> so, yeah. how does how does maintaining a healthy diet and staying fit help athletes specifically achieve their peak performance? You just eat good things and do like good things for your body and you feel good and do good. Even even I've noticed like when I eat something unhealthier, it just makes me kind of feel like I don't really want to eat that yeah. anymore. It just uh, when I eat something healthy, I'm like, I feel real great. Yeah. I so I just feel like doing good to your body also helps you, I guess, mm-hmm. do good things with your body. And drinking lots of water is definitely something that helps mm-hmm. with a lot of health. Yeah. And to make it very simple for today's generation and kids our age, what are the three things you guys say that are a must to remove from your diet to be able to achieve that performance you guys are talking about? Um, As we said a little bit while ago, vegetable oil is definitely one. Um, I'd say corn and rice aren't extremely good vegetables that you eat. I'd say carrots, they're good for your eyes. Walnuts are good for your brain. Basically, it's kind of cool. Pomegranates are good for your heart, and if you look, if you cut them open, then they kind of look like blood vessels and hearts. Walnuts they look like a brain and stuff like that. So basically, sometimes you can tell by what vegetables you're eating what they're good for by looking at them because they look like the things that you're good for. Mm-hmm. And another one, mm, hmm, I guess I'd say healthy. If you're eating meat, healthy non-organic, I guess. Yeah, non-organic. If if you're eating meat, though, get really good meat that because yeah, you think that I McDonald's meat. No offense, but it's not really good. (laughs) But we have this meat called Bel Campo, and it's farm raised and really fresh. Yeah. Also, free free ranged eggs are also really good Mm because eggs, if you overcook them or they're uh, not like uh, yeah, if they get oxidized. And they're actually pretty bad for you and are like really bad fats if you overcook them. Mm-hmm. So also good eggs is a really good one. So yeah, those are a couple I'd say are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just as much as sports are a physical game, they're a mental game. And reading happens to be a very good mental exercise. We heard that you guys do that a lot. What do you guys like to read and who are your favorite authors? I like reading graphic novels just because I really like pictures and art. And I also like reading series or chapter books because i just keep to reading like what's happening what's happening next yeah series are really good mm-hmm. favorite uh, authors i like J.R.R. tolkien a lot in lord of the rings and the hobbit series mm-hmm. hobbit is a little easier to read but lord of the rings is much more in-depth. adventurous and in-depth and like it's i think Longer. it's a much better story <laughs> so um, i like J.R.R. tolkien a lot he's probably one of my favorites we like harry potter a lot that's just one of our favorite favorite series just because we like wizards and stuff and it's fun to think of dragons mm-hmm yeah, so there's a there's like a couple, I guess adventurous and yet at the same time like humorous books that are probably our favorites. Also, we're huge Calvin and Hobbes fans, which is a graphic novel. It's a comic. Comic, but they're, they're one of our favorites. Yeah, those are those are good. Mm-hmm. How long do you think kids our age should be reading each day? Uh, well, I'd say twenty minutes to an hour, but also this might be kind of shocking. But like, TV is bad for you. Like, if it's blue light, and if your eyes look at something close for like a little or a while, it actually strains them. So mm-hmm. even with books, if you're looking at something really close for a really long time, you can actually hear your eyes. So we have like the twenty 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 rule, where if you look at something close for twenty minutes, look at something twenty feet away for twenty seconds, and then you can go back to it. Mm-hmm. It yeah, if you. 
I've noticed this, we have these things called blue light blockers in the glasses, and they're actually really, really helpful. There's a daytime one that's yellow, and then there's also an orange one. That's for, for the nighttime. nighttime. Mm -hmm. And they help a lot, in my opinion. Yeah, if we, if we watch movies, all of our family wears them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So those help a lot, too. Wow. And we want to end with a fun question. What do you guys want to be when you grow up, and why? We really, really love drawing a lot. I like doing, He likes writing. I like writing a lot, too. So we're kind of... we're illustrating and writing together yeah and also like graphic drawing more mm -hmm. too we really like drawing cartoons mm -hmm. there's lots of potential with graphic drawing and pencils are one of my favorites so i just type an artist and an illustrator yeah we want to continue our cooking podcast and just cooking in general like opening up a bakery or something and then yeah writing and drawing those are basically pretty much creative yeah we <laughs> really like being creative a lot yeah Who's, who's your guys' favorite painter of all time? Ooh, I really like my mom, but that'd be... <laughs> if it, a real... I mean, she's a real artist, but a more famous artist would be... I like Bill Watterson, but he's a um, he's the person who, who draws Calvin and Hobbes because he has Actually, a... Do not he's really good at drawing, like, real-life stuff, but also make it cartoony. I feel like I like different artists for different reasons, so I can't really actually mm -hmm. <laughs> answer, answer that question. So, when did you guys want to be podcasters? So we started being pod. We started wanting to. We wanted to create a YouTube channel like you guys for so long, probably mm -hmm. the last four years or so. But Whoa. then, yeah, pretty long. But then we only started our podcast last year because, as you guys probably know, podcast. You guys have been in the podcast business for like four years now. You guys know I yeah, haven't come before. Yeah, so you guys know it didn't really take off until like two years ago or last year. So mm -hmm. we got on right then because like we didn't want to show our faces on YouTube. So then we went on podcasting and then that was a solution to that. And then eventually after all our work, we just uploaded our audio to YouTube. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what we do. We upload videos and stuff from our YouTube from our podcast because podcasting in my opinion is a little bit easier than youtube channels but yeah yeah, yeah that's just so me you don't have to show your face as much <laughs> okay well what when, when did you why so you guys i'm i'm just i'm assuming this that you guys really like sports a lot yeah yeah what do you what when did you guys really like love sports have you always loved it or did someone kind of influence you to really like that uh i think we it was kind of like our dad introduced us to it maybe like you guys like he introduced us to sports and then like he's he's not even as interested in, in sports as we are now we just oh. love it so much that we wanted to learn about it ourselves and that's what really drove this podcast our love for sports yeah nice. i think our dad our dad was really the main uh main person but also, like, if you look on TV, I don't know if you guys follow football that much, but they always have. Yeah, so they always have, like, football shows and all this, always people, like, every hour talking about sports. So if you mm -hmm. just tune into that, they can also become, like, people that influence what you like and how you like. So my dad, like, a big part, create, he's he created Arshanai's Love. And you can see back here, there's a Yankees jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a baseball jersey here, you guys can. You can barely see the red. I see, I see the, the red, I see part. The red yeah. yeah, there's a Cowboys jersey here. There's a Celtics oh, nice. jersey over here. So yeah, a bunch of teams, but all basically all of them come from our dad. Do you guys cook at all? <laughs> I try to cook, but I'm really bad at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I try to bake and cook, 
but it doesn't turn out well. He's really yeah. good at baking yeah. cookies. Though. I, w- I would have to say I'm not good at making the only thing I am good at cooking, which is probably not healthy, is pasta. Like the the premium. Hey, we cook pasta. I cook. Yeah. I like I like cooking uh, risotto, which is a it's kind of like a type of pasta, rice, but it's made with rice, rice, I guess. So yeah, and I like mixing that up a lot. Pasta. I sometimes I love to bake. I'm just not that good at it. Like I'll admit it. I'm not good at baking. I love baking. But it's it's so fun, right? It's just yeah. so fun, even if you're not. It's a lot it. like chemistry. Yeah, it would, I I like science too. So mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. But what you guys, what are your guys' favorite foods? Uh, I'd have to say favorite food probably just like PB and J. And if I had it, <laughs> yeah. not, it wouldn't be that. But we don't have it that much. Like we usually have like Indian homemade nutritional food. So we don't get to have things like that a lot. But since we don't, I would probably have to say that. Yes. Our mom, yeah, our mom's a big follower follower of your dad. So she kind of uses a lot of your dad's tactics with us. So we don't eat a lot of uh, a lot of junk food or stuff like that. So we follow a lot Mm -hmm. of your advice. Exactly. But um, favorite food, I would have to say I probably like the the nutritious food, like even Mm -hmm. though it's it's. It's a lot more healthy, and it just tastes better when it's homemade. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like yeah. it tastes better than junk food, even. Yeah. yeah. Junk food is just, like, you have a craving for it, but, like, homemade food yeah. actually, like, keeps you full, and it's actually, like, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. We made these paleo donuts a little bit while ago, a while ago, and they tasted way better than real donuts, in my opinion. I don't remember what they taste like, actually. They tasted, they were, like, pumpkin <laughs> donuts, and I thought that tasted a lot better. But. Yeah. Do you? Do you guys play any sports? I know I know that you guys play lacrosse because to schedule this podcast, we had to move around your guys' lacrosse games. But do you guys play any other sports? Uh, I would say about every sport there is we play, except for, like, golf. And we used to play tennis, but we play football, like, not recreational because of the concussions and things. That mm-hmm. you can do, but we do baseball, soccer. I do lacrosse. Um, wow. Yeah, lots of things. Yeah. I used to do soccer, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I do soccer. Soccer is my favorite and main sport. And then baseball, nice. basketball. And that's really it, actually. I play football for fun, but, like, again, concussions and the yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we heard you guys did debates. Do you guys like, like, what about that? Oh, yeah. So, I both of us do debate, but I am actually competing in some tournaments later this week or next week. So, yeah, a debate is pretty fun. I do the it's a partner debate, a more traditional debate. You guys probably know it. Most people probably know it. It's where you have a partner and you debate against another team. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's really fun because you have to like prove your point, but the yeah. other team has already prepared for your argument. Mm-hmm. So you have to like be more forceful and help explain better why your point is better. So like, it's the same thing with our podcast. We basically do podcast debate, sports debate every single time we do a podcast. Like who's mm-hmm. better? Who's better? Like Patrick Mahomes? Or like Lamar Jackson or something like that. Like you have to prove your point why you're why mm-hmm. you, like, you have to convince other people why you're, why it's better. So that's why I love debate. And yeah, I, I do debate too. We actually started debate like midway through our podcast. So if you listen to each podcast, our debates get progressively better. Yeah, that's true. Because of the debate yeah. view. So that's yeah. Yeah. We were, that, we're, I, we're, we're listening to one of your podcasts and you're like, well, this person's better because of this and that. I'm like, what are you saying? Because I know nothing about any sport references. So, but, yeah, I noticed you guys in a more recent podcast, you were talking about the Super Bowl. That's a little while ago, but the Chiefs versus the uh, Buccaneers. 
and the, yeah. the Chiefs lost, I, correct? Yeah, I don't yes. remember. Okay. Yeah. What did you have to say about that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're both pretty, <laughs> both pretty um, like, the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, both of us actually did say the Chiefs were going to win, and we got complete. We were completely wrong. Patrick Mahomes, uh, like, okay, so basically he broke his toe and he got surgery, but he was still playing in the game. So he, but they also didn't have any of the people to block the other people. Like they didn't have any of their tackles to block the defensive people. So that he kept getting sacked and had to keep running around to avoid people. And so they lost and the Buccaneers, like their coach planned for Patrick Mahomes, planned for the Chiefs quarterback so well that they couldn't even do anything. So yes, I would say the the Bucs deserve to win in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Next, next year, you guys are going to get it, though, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Maybe March Madness. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, so still March, there's still March Madness. Yeah. Personally, well, we're, we're huge Duke fans, so it's it's too bad. Duke's probably not going to make it for the first time in, like, 25 years or something. But, well, yeah. we, we're in Spokane, so, so we're, Gonzaga, we're Gonzaga all the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Gonzaga's always good now. Like, they have Jalen Suggs as, like, a top recruit, so – like he's mm-hmm. supposed to go top five in the draft. Yeah, yeah. I remember last or like in fifth grade, we would close all the windows and close all the doors, and our teacher would let us watch March Madness. This is before we did homeschooling. Yeah, <laughs> and we would like all mark our charts and stuff. And I secretly changed mine. Every single time. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, marking marking the charts is always the best. Like That's yeah, like, they have they have like the one billion dollar thing if you get every single one right, but it's basically impossible. Yeah, if you get, if you get every single one right, you win a billion dollars, but it's never happened, and it I don't think it ever will. It's so you have to get, every time machine. It'll probably happen at least once. I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> it will happen. Usually, there's always an upset. Uh, like Virginia lost as they were the one seed last year. It's a horrible team. So yeah. there's always those upsets and you you never know. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed talking to you about your daily routine, your health practices, and what you guys want to be when you grow up. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week and good luck in school as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. It was really yeah. fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button and that subscribe button and make sure to turn post notifications on so you're always notified when we drop a new episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a review. We check those daily and we will make sure to feature your comment in the next episode. Until next time, we're we're the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast.